Welcome back to the First and Ten podcast. We are here to review the Combine this week. I'm your host, Ross. With me for this podcast is Miles. Hello. How you doing, mate? Good, good. Excited yeah. to fill in my spreadsheets and be a nerd. It's lovely. <laughs> this is nerd season for NFL oh, fans. I love it. I'm here to learn all I can. And also with us tonight is Ash. I'm good, thanks you, bud. Yeah, cracking, mate. Right, you boys know all about the rookies coming up. I know nothing, so I'll tell you what I'll do. We're going to flick back between the two of you. So, Miles, tell me one winner and one loser on both sides of the ball to begin this podcast. Um, Obviously, Ash, you can chip in with your thoughts on Miles' picks. Well, so for the winner, I'm going to go with the easy pick of Anthony Richardson. Okay. Because I mean everyone knew that he was gonna be, you know, great. He's very athletic. He when he gets flushed out of the pocket, he can just sprint for twenty yards downfield, pick right. up a first down, keep the chains moving. He's always been that guy. Great throw on the run, but I just think just ridiculous stuff like the vertical jump and, and stuff like that. It's just that you you know, you don't need your QV to be good at that, but yeah, you know, to show that he is that level of athlete is just <clears throat> absolutely insane. And I just think that, you know, He's kind of, I don't know. He's just, he's he's putting his, he's making himself some money, um, for sure. But uh, yeah, I'm going to need pro comparisons to all these players you mentioned. By the way, well, so, okay. Uh... So Anthony Richardson, <laughs> pro, best pro comparison has got to be Cam Newton. Like straight up, like they're they're basically the same same sort of player. Both huge okay. freaks that shouldn't be as fast as they are. Because of their size, like guys is that he big, just as erratic throwing the ball, built like tight ends basically. But right. yeah, is he but more um, accurate? Just, um, um, no. <laughs> so the one, so when I, yeah, so watching his tape, I was just like, the main gripe with with Richardson right. is accuracy. Um, okay. But you know, he's again great pocket mobility. He extends yep. plays really well. Great throw on the run, but. I think his accuracy rating was like bottom six for like 108 <laughs> eligible QVs. Wow. Okay. But I think, you know, if you watch tape from two years ago to now, he learns. So he's, imp- so he is coachable. He is, you know, able to, he is able to learn. But at the same right. time, it's just, I don't know, man. It's like, I, you, I want to take the risk, but I also, yeah. I'm just kind of scared. Like in fantasy, when it comes to fantasy, I'm just like, look, yeah, you don't want to waste a pick, but at the same time, I'm like, it would be fun if this worked out. So I'm kind of, yeah. Okay, what team in the top ten can you see him landing at? Let's, let's put these into um, each one as well. Well, will he go to ten? I, I don't know. Because now, see, the thing is, is like, it's. I still think Bryce and Stroud are clear of him. I think they're safe right. options. So, but. You know, some people are saying uh, Detroit because it would be good for him to sit behind Goff, a veteran, for a year, and then yeah. he inherits a great offense with J-Mo and Amara St. Brown. There's a solid line, great run game. So, you know, it's that would be a nice fit for him. Okay. Don't know if they'll do it. Or maybe the Falcons just decide that they are absolutely not going to go with Ridder because <laughs> I doubt they are. So, yeah. you know, there is just a lot of teams that could. But I think he needs... I don't think he's ready. I think he needs to sit because there are so many things that he needs to iron out, but he is just so, so talented. And I just, I kind of want him to, I want him to do well because he's a really exciting uh, 
really exciting prospects. PFF have time. got the Panthers trading into three for, with uh, the Cardinals and taking Richardson at three. I, 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 I kept mocking him to the Panthers ages ago when he wasn't like really high up anyone's boards. <clears throat> but I think now you're going to have to trade up for him if you're if you're Carolina because <clears throat> yeah, I just I don't think that you're really going to get you know yeah not really going to get you if you wait a bit. That's fair enough. Ash, your thoughts on Richardson? Yeah, I think uh, Miles pretty much summed that up pretty well. That he's he is an athletic freak. Um, right. If you watch the game against Utah, you'll be like, this guy's going to be the first pick of the draft by a mile. Right. Um, and then if you watch the rest of his tape, <laughs> it's very, very. There's moments of sheer brilliance, and then there's stuff where you just think. That wasn't even close to the wide receiver. <laughs> but, like it's not even in the same perimeter. Like he was never going to get it. So right. you, you worry sometimes with his accuracy. Obviously, under pressure, it, will it get worse? Obviously, you're playing against. I know he plays for Florida, good college. But when you get into the NFL, it can be a different level sometimes. Yeah. So you you will worry about that if you draft him. But it will come down to what you are as a franchise. If you think you can develop QBs or not, if mm. you've got guys in the building, you think they they can develop him then. I think that that he'll work out quite well for the team that wants to go and do it. So, okay. yeah, uh, yeah I, I personally think that he was like top twenty pick. If I'm honest, I think he'd probably go top five now. So, yeah, he's he done. He, he just exploded with some of the stuff he did. The, obviously, the forty yard was uh, yeah, four ridiculous. three, I think it was, and then yeah, four four three, and then he was the highest vertical um, ever at QB position. So, oh. I mean, he out he beat out like. Hopkins and and Diggs by like five inches. Jesus. Um, okay. So he like he's a an athletic freak, but can that correlate to quarterback play? We shall see. But he will. De- he's definitely made some money this weekend for sure. Yeah. <laughs> On that same tip, then who's lost themselves uh, the most money of the first round prospects? Miles. Um, I am gonna go with the Georgia kid Kenny, Kenny McIntosh. Um, okay. I, the thing is, is that I just I was never sold on him, but because he played for Georgia, two-time national champions, like you know that that Georgia team is as close to an NFL team as you're going to get in college, and I just think that right. he was always kind of just a solid option for a running back. But he, I think he ran the forty in four six or something like that, which is just so so poor. And I think when I'm grading running backs, if they run a four six, that gets them less than five out of ten like this it's is... not it's not a it's just not it's just, he's just not quick enough and i think there are so many running backs that you can probably get for cheaper that will yeah. run quicker and if you're if you've got a good line you don't need someone that's going to bulldoze their way through traffic and all that and i just think that for someone that had pretty solid future and i mean i still think he'll be fine but i just yeah he's not gonna go as early as i think and i just yeah it's a shame, but you know he he's he's ran behind a good line at Georgia, and I think now that he's on his own in the in the combine, it's kind of showed that okay, maybe he's not amazing, and he's just right. sort of kind of like Stetson Bennett in that Georgia team. I probably could have played quarterback in that Georgia team and won the national championship, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I just think there are a few a few players that just sort of were riding riding along there and 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 you know got their names up in lights when maybe they didn't really you know. Play well right. enough for that. I think Kenny McIntosh now, you know, is yeah. um 
yeah, he's, he's not he's not done too well for himself. So let's hope he can uh, find his way up somewhere. But it's not looking good. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, NFL.com, I've got an NFL comparison to Ronald Jones the second. Which, as we know, he hasn't done great. He exactly. went in the second round. He was he was solid. He was solid for like a year or two, and then it just kind of yeah. And it's now perennial backup, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ash, what do you reckon to Kenny McIntosh? Yeah, I think that he'll probably be a day three pick now. Um, he was probably borderline day two, but I think that a lot of the there's the running back class is is strange. Weird, isn't it? So there's yeah, it's, there's like there's like a one two. And then like a third in regards to uh, Chabonet from U- UCLA. And mm. then there's just like a big muddy patch <laughs> of about 12 guys. Right. Um, be the from four, like yeah. Evans, Bigsby, McIntosh, um, uh, Spears. There's, there's just loads. Yeah, there's there's like loads. And and I think that because some of them have had good tape, there's, there's doubts on a few of them. I think that the combine kind of needed to push players in the right direction as such. Yeah. Um, and I think that you've you've kind of seen that with a few guys. Um I think that the other guy from Texas has done, done all right. Rashawn Johnson did okay. Um and uh Chase Brown every, he was a bit of a darling this week uh, from Illinois of at the running back position. Okay. But there's a couple of guys that have like just they they did some of them didn't even partake in certain aspects of the combine. Mm-hmm. Um they're gonna save themselves for pro days but I would say that yeah, Macintosh definitely lost some money this weekend from probably day two to probably early day three. I reckon it'd be fourth, fifth round pick at the moment. Oof. Okay. Um on the defensive side of the ball, who's who's stood out the most this week? <clears throat> um, well, Nolan Smith from Georgia. Yeah. Um, I think yeah, he ran the he ran the forty in four three nine. So Christ. <laughs> quicker than the running man. It's just stupid. Like it's just an insane that you're an edge rusher, man. That's the stu- <clears throat> that's scary. That's yeah, really that yeah. And I think because of the presence of Jalen Carter, a lot of people, you know, like he's, you know, Jalen Carter was the alpha on that defensive line, and then yeah. you got Nolan Smith as a as an edge rusher, and it's like this this guy is is just stupid. It's just insane. And I think you know, I think when you're, you know, again, this is him isolating himself, but in a good way. You know, he was part of a good unit, and maybe just got sort of overshadowed by Jalen Carter a lot. Jalen Carter's had a very bad week, really, with what's come out in the news. So I think yeah. Nolan Smith has just done himself a huge favor with that combine performance. And yeah, I think yeah, I think he's he's going to be he's going to be shooting up boards. I mean, he's already quite high up, you know, but you know, good edge rushers are hard to find, and he's one of them. So he's just yeah, he's just he's made himself even more money than he's probably going to make um, at the end of April. So yeah, PFF got him going nineteenth to the Buccaneers. Where was I? Solid fit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I had him. I had him going up a, quite a bit higher than that. But um, yeah, he was obviously going player. behind. Yeah. Oh, definitely top fifteen. Yeah. Okay. Ash, what do you reckon to him? Yeah, he's um. The problem with Nolan Smith is that he's. Some teams will look at him like they just got they they just wouldn't know how to use him because he's right. so light. So one man's sort of like. Tweener is another man's hybrid in some respects. Is yeah. like do you if you if you can vision him being a three down guy that can rush, cover, be a linebacker, be an edge, mm. put him on the end. But if you kind of like we need to take him off on first and second downs, you're not going to be taking him in the first round. So it depends what people think they can do with him. Um, if you could get 
Hassan Riddick out of him, that he could be that good. Okay. But Hassan Riddick, obviously, he came into the league from the Cardinals as a linebacker. Yeah. Cardinals tried to use him as a linebacker. It didn't work. They switched him to edge and he's blown up and now he's near, he nearly won defensive, um, uh, do you know what I mean, MVP for, for the yeah. league. So it's, I think it's going to be down to which team sees him as, oh, we can definitely work with these attributes because he's got everything. I mean, his leadership skills, he's he's got the speed, he's, but he's not really an edge in some respects. Yeah. He's a rush linebacker. So would he, with, will he suit some teams? Probably not. So you could go down the list of teams and go, they probably wouldn't be able to use him. Right. So it's kind of the ones where if he doesn't, if someone doesn't take him there, he might fall three or four spots because the other teams wouldn't know how to use him in the draft. So yeah. it'd be interesting to see how he goes, but he's definitely shot up boards. I mean, he will definitely be top 20 now, whereas he was probably a first round pick. Now he's probably most, actually most definitely a top 20 pick now. Right. Okay. Um, and defensively, who's kind of shot themselves in the foot this week? <clears throat> um, well, I think uh, it was one of the, uh, it was the the army guy. What's his name? Carter. Yes. So he, he kind of, um, he was kind of, there was loads of hype about him because of, uh, they, they changed some rule about him not be, being eligible or something like that for the, right. for the draft. And then he, he's just kind of you know, not really, again, not really done himself any favors. And it's just kind of been like, oh, right. it's quite sad because, you know, he <laughs> just, uh, again, I don't like, I don't like players, you know, not, you know, I like seeing guys do well. And I just think that, yeah, yeah it was, a. Uh, it was a real shame. Didn't really show out of the combine like you know people thought, and I just think that now it's like, I mean, he's still gonna, he's still probably a day, you know, he's still gonna be solid, solid draft capital, whatever. But it's just more like he was like a stud at his position, and you know, he had a thing a thirty inch vertical, and it's just like, you know, mm. there were loads of other edge rushers that stood out, whereas he was kind of just like a guy. Whereas right, yeah, okay. I think a lot of people expected him to stand out. Again, what he does on on the on the field is great, but. NFL teams are going to see that and think, well, this guy, you know, he played for Army, so he wasn't exactly, you know, tearing up the SEC week in, week out. And, you know, I think right. now it's like, yeah. Fair enough. Ash, any thoughts on uh, Andre Carter the second? I think, yeah, I think Miles really touched on it, to be honest. I think that he's not really done himself any favours um, with some of the numbers he put up. And because the class is quite deep, yeah, a lot of the other guys have just overtaken him. And it was kind of similar to the running backs, where everyone's had one of them uh, a season where there's a lot of depth, but people need to be able to get away from the pack as such and, and make themselves some money. And he didn't really do that, whereas some of the other guys did. Yeah. Um, like Ad Adabore out of, um, I think that's how you spell his name, out of Northwestern and Azuma out of, um can't remember where he plays for, but it will come to me later. <laughs> but there's a few there's a few other guys that made a bit of money. Right. Whereas he didn't another Van Ness. Mike, yeah Mike Morris as well probably didn't make a look he was in that group and he's like Carter where he, he just didn't perform very well I think he was like a 495 for an edge which is just not good at all but right. he's kind of like he's kind of like Rashawn Gary so he's not really like a you don't you don't really line him up as an edge guy as such he kind of rushes from inside yeah but he's not big enough to be a deep tackle so he's kind of like Rashawn Gary and Rashawn Gary's done okay but he's he's kind of whereas hope you was hoping that maybe Morris would kind of make a bit more money or, or try maybe a quicker 40 mm. especially but it, it, his vert he, 
and stuff like that wasn't great. So, right. uh, like I said, with, with these edge guys, there was a few guys that really needed to try and step up and and get into the sort of definitely definitely round two sort of money because I think you kind of know the top sort of four or five guys and I think they're going to probably be the same guys anyway but then there's a group behind them like I mentioned with the running backs where you're either going to be a day two pick or you might be a day three pick and and these sort of days and combines and these measurements they will kind of push you over the edge so yeah it was a shame for him really that he there was some things that he couldn't take part because of his army um um, the army wouldn't let him to do but also he he didn't perform well enough on the other stuff for them yeah. to go, all right, okay, well, clearly missing out here. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, any sort of dark horses, any players that have emerged out of nowhere? Um, any particular favourites that you've seen? Um, uh, I, I've i liked, I mean, I, on, on, on film, I really liked, um, I really liked Tillman. Um, I mean, I know he wasn't exactly like an unknown, but uh, I think, yeah, he's, he, he, performed quite well for his size and his relative athletic score is a nine five six which is obviously insane because out of 10 so yeah i think at six three he's yeah he's really performed quite well at the combine sec pedigree he looked good on tape you know he's still 22 so he's not early declare but still you know still young and i think he's going to be a bit of a riser through the process especially as He's one of the only receivers in the class that has that true X, you know, on the on the on the sideline kind of mm. profile, rather than like a lot of the smaller guys. And you know, loads of guys in this class are like five nine, five eight, five ten, whatever, and they're they're kind of slot guys, and they're not really the big physical guys. Whereas Tillman is that guy. He comes back to get the ball. You know, he goes for. You know, I, I just think that this has really helped him now. Okay, Ashley, who's who's Sean for you that you? Um, I think that there was a couple of guys that have really like pushed themselves up into maybe like the, they were definitely day three players. Maybe they're sneaking into day two now. Yeah. Um, Bl- Blake Freeland from BYU was the offensive tackle. <clears throat> um, he's um, P- P- PFF score for the last two years have been pretty good on pass block efficiency, and but he tested like insanely good in some of his um. 40-yard dash, I think he was third favourite. And the vertical, I think he was like, again, he was, he tested like better than some wide receivers did. I think he had a 37-inch vert. And the, the guy's like 6'7", like, like nearly 300 pounds. So you're talking about a big dude. To, yeah. He was like three or four inches better than any other guy there. So they've, wow. he's he's definitely made some money this weekend. Um, and there's a tight end called Jack Koontz, who was a yeah. dominine. Um, right. And he's, he had 40 inch for, um, and his rascal was like, I think it's like 10. It's the highest ever, yeah. I think. It's yeah. just a, Is it? it's ridiculous. Yeah. So, and he was like projected like sixth, seventh round. And yeah. he, he, he could, depending on, because of them athletic traits. Six for eight as well. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, like you could look at him and go, but he, like, his, he's not really put up huge numbers and he's not played a great, huge competition, but. He's one of them people that people do take projects, especially yeah. like yeah. I, I could I don't think he'll go second round, but he could sneak into the back end of three. Right. Um for somebody who might think actually should we take these athletic traits and see what we can work with? Because we've seen it yeah. before, people take projects. Start of round three, people start to take projects. Jelani Woods last season, he's yeah, he was I think he he actually think had a perfect RAS score last year as yeah. well. Six for eight, quick, you know, everything. He went 
uh, to the the Colts, and they, you know, it's worked out quite well for him. So I yeah. think a lot of people are going to start taking even more chances on these freaks because man, they are they're scary. Well, the Seahawks drafted yeah, a one-handed linebacker a few years ago, so you know, yeah, anyone's got yeah exactly, yeah, <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> if, so, if you mean, can play, it's... you can play. It doesn't matter exactly. if you're one-handed yeah. or not. Yeah. yeah. So, Fair yeah, enough. He's definitely made some money. The tight end class, Ash, you said it's stacked and it's going to shake up the fancy land. Yeah, I mean, this is like one of the deepest, if I'm honest, one of the yeah. deepest tight end classes I've seen. So there's kind of like a top four in some respects at the moment where you've got Kincaid from Utah, yeah, Washington, who is just, just everyone insane. knows about Washington. <laughs> He's just ridiculous. Um, a specimen of a man. It's like a it's like a six offensive lineman out there. Yeah. Really. His, his <laughs> he ran a four six field. four. <laughs> yeah. Um and I think that he did I think there was over I'm gonna I'll pull it up for in a minute, but there was also Musgrove um out of Oregon State. He's he's gonna he's tested really well. Um and I'm trying to remember the third guy off the top of my head, uh, the fourth guy off the top of my head, but it's Kincaid. Oh, and Mayer from Notre Dame. So they're, yeah. they're the they're the guys that are probably going to be like the, the the main echelons that go in. So Darnell Washington put up the third highest time on the twenty yard shuttle. So that's like the 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 stuff that like wide receivers and cornerbacks. Yeah, yeah. There was, that size. Um, the third. There was uh, Smith got a, a three a three nine three. Julius Brent's got a four oh five, and then Darnell Washington's got four oh eight. Jesus on, Christ! On the twenty yard show. It's like the third best of the cob, the whole combine, and the bloke's like two seventy six oh eight. So he's going to be like you can't, you don't really them sort of traits like it's just they're just so unique. They're such a unicorn. So I could see someone falling in love with this guy. Yeah, personally, probably taking him back in the round one. He was probably borderline there anyway, but. I think that people, he's going to be what in them discussions where I wouldn't be surprised if he goes earlier than what everyone was projecting him to, just because he's so unique as a player. Right. Um, them four guys, especially, are going to be very, very good. I personally think they're going to be very, very good tight ends in the league. And I think they're going to, because we're kind of getting to a bit where you've kind of got three or four, five guys that are like always there on the fantasy circuit. And then everyone else is kind of like, yeah. Not really streaming tight ends every week. Yeah, and they don't really know what they what they're doing. But I think with these four guys coming in, I think we're gonna look back in maybe three years' time when a couple of these guys aren't in the league anymore, these older guys. Yeah. And your top five, top ten, four of these guys, you're probably gonna get Bowers in there from twenty four class, which is next year's class. Right. You're probably gonna get five yeah. guys that are gonna be probably, I would have thought, in the top ten of your tight ends rankings complete rankings in about three or four years time i reckon because they're that good excellent exciting because tight ends have been yeah it's like you say once those first three or four guys are gone it's just like oh god okay i'll take whoever then i'll take cole (laughs) and hope for the one touchdown he scores this year yeah um before we do some news let's do a quick mock draft let's say the first 20 picks because the the, the Dolphins are forfeited theirs at 20 on not for their choice obviously um we'll go we'll go um back back to back so Ash you can go first Miles you go second and then we'll go back to Ash so Ash you're on the clock with the Bears at number one I can, there's no I can, trades I'm guessing I can do <laughs> trades if you want I'm one PFF I've got the we could be here thing. forever yeah, yeah <laughs> we'll be here forever uh, I can sit the Colts in at one if you want personally for me I would take Will Anderson I, just, I think that he is 
one of the cleanest and safest players in the draft. Okay. If they move down and take him, obviously, I still think that they that's a possibility. But even if they couldn't trade out, but the yeah. talk is they're going to trade out. It's going to happen. Yeah. The quarterbacks have done too well <laughs> for someone not to want to yeah. jump up. You know, would, people were jumping up for Baker Mayfield and Trey Lance, and these guys are <laughs> so that someone's going to trade up with the Bears. It's just a matter of who. But yeah. if I was the Bears and you stick with one, or even if you trade down to. If you can still get him in that range, I would take Will Anderson. Will Anderson, okay. I'll put him in. On the, he's on the board. He's number one. He's first pick. Miles, you're the on the clock with the Texans. Um, I'm gonna. I think because they, they, the Texans have also got pick twelve, haven't they? But they have. I, yeah. I don't. I wouldn't risk one of the better QBs being there because I just don't think that's going to happen anymore. No. So I'm going with Bryce Young to the Texans at pick two. Excellent. Ash, the Cardinals. Um, three. I'm not what a massive. Need? Well, I'm not a massive Murray fan, so but they're not going to go. They're not going to replace him. Um, I'll, I'll, for the for the for just keeping it streamlining and safe for the time being, I don't think Jalen Carter's that has been. It's going to be that bad for him to drop. No, I don't think it's going to be like, like a Laramie Tunsil thing. I think that he is still. Yeah. It'll it'll come out and it'll get sorted and right. it'll be fine. So for the for the purpose of this, we don't know everything else. I will say. The Cardinals take higher. Okay. Miles, back on the clock with the Colts at number four. Okay. Um, are we doing what I would do or what the Colts would do? Because What you would do. You're the Colts okay. GM right now. <laughs> because what I would do is take somebody like CJ Stroud. Because yeah. I don't think they have the... They don't really have someone for Richardson to really... You know, I, I just... Yeah. And Le- Levis... Is what is Levis is more likely the guy the Colts go for because they're not very smart. But <laughs> uh, CJ Stroud is the guy that I would go for. Okay, there we go. CJ Stroud gone at number four. Ash the Seahawks at five. This is where it becomes interesting. Yeah, really, it is, isn't it? I think that <laughs> if you think if you think that you're going to be picking here again, I mean, have they got another first round pick from the Russell Wilson trade still? Uh, we pick a twenty. And then we've got... What about next year? Have you got two next year? I think it's just one next year. I think it was the two... two yeah, it was two firsts. I know what I do, yeah. Next year's is really good. <laughs> you got Drake um, May and, yeah, William. Yeah. The talk you know is what? they're re-signing Gino. They're giving him the, the 30-odd million he wants, but... Mm. Is that just for like a one-year deal, do you think? Or... I think it is, yeah, because if they're not, they're just going to tag him, aren't they? So he will be there for at least one year. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> what would you do? Think... Yeah, what would you do, Miles? I would I would draft Richardson and let him sit for yeah, a year think... behind Gino because Gino's had a we'll solid draft... year. I think we'll draft yeah. Richardson. Yeah. For the sake of this, yeah. I'm happy with that. Although I hate watching Cam Newton throw the ball, so I'll take all the run-ins. That's fine. Uh, Miles, you're back on the clock then with the Lions at six. Um, right, this is this is problematic because if I'm the Lions, I, I wanted that guy above. Uh, so I just I don't I'm not sold on on I right. So the Lions, one of the best offenses in football. Yeah. So the, the help they need is. Is defensively, so yeah, it says defensive line, linebacker, cornerback are their biggest yeah. needs. So I, I, I think it's so early for like one of the corners, and I think those corners aren't as good as Source, and he went quite right. early. So yeah. I think I would play it safe and go with Tyree Wilson, okay, out of Texas Tech, edge rusher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, Ash, back to you. You're the um, Raiders GM right now. Um, you need everything. 
yeah, I mean, they'll probably if the in if the in this scenario they would probably take Will Levis, I think. Yeah. And so we'll go with Will Levis. Get a QB. Get one in the building at least. Um Yeah. Miles back to you with the Falcons at eight. Uh this is so I think all the QBs they, have gone now. Yeah. And I think that they need a year of tanking and or you just build something. So I'm going to go with, they've got a decent running back. Yep. They can pick one up late. They've said they want to pick up a runner later. So I think I would go with Peter Skoronsky, the tackle. Yeah, the tackle. The first boring pick is going to be the Falcons. Yeah, yeah. get a nice <laughs> tackle. Just get something, you know, push forward next year, do, do something else, get a QB. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Ash, the Panthers at nine. Um, all the offense, all the offense they can get. Yeah, um, I think it would be fun if they mixed it up a bit here. Imagine if they took someone like Bijan. Yeah. So it's I mean, they they don't Panthers have. Movies, they it would be stupid. <laughs> they haven't got. They haven't Very got. Panthers. You know what I mean? But they haven't got anybody that they've been. They've all. They've been a running team for as long as Cam Newton's been there, haven't they? Really? So yeah, they haven't really got a running back now. Have they? they just went from a quarterback that ran. To yeah. a wide receiver, to a running back that can catch, yeah. and now they're going to try and, and they just carry it on with someone like Bijan. So it's just like, yeah. we don't worry about Q, an actual QB. We'll just try and wing it for the next. Yeah, Andy, Andy Dalton will be I around. Mean, he, he can play. He is one of the top five players in the draft, and I I, I look at it this way: is Barkley went yeah. pick four, yeah, and Najee Harris went pick twenty, and he's yeah. better than Najee. Yeah, and he's close to Barkley. I think Barkley went two, didn't he? So Barkley, yeah, Zeke went four. Sorry, Barkley went two. So you, you're gonna. I think he's gonna go in the top ten. Okay. Whether because I just think that someone's just gonna take him because he's that good. Yeah. And it's not really a wasted pick because that's like saying, "Oh, I'm really unhappy that I've had McCaffrey for the last." Five, ten years, or <laughs> yeah, exactly, years. yeah. So it's all, it's all. I know that sometimes it's not worth <laughs> paying running backs, and you can find running backs here and there. But when there's someone as good as this guy, you could build a pretty decent offense around him. So it wouldn't surprise me if someone like Atlanta, someone like Carolina, would would maybe take him. Yeah, there we go. We'll take him to Carolina then. Bijan at nine. Wow. Uh, Super Bowl champions, Philadelphia Eagles. Well. Uh, they they don't really need this is such a luxury pick and I feel like trading out would be a decent option I can trade out there's four options here I can pick the Texans but no just to keep it just to keep it moving I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with a luxury pick Nolan Smith a luxury pick would be Someone like Christian Gonzalez because he had a really good combine as well. Yeah, he was excellent. So, okay. and I think that corners are, I mean, Bradbury's going to go. Yeah, I think so, I think I'm going to go with Christian Gonzalez for the Eagles. Yeah, they're in a good position, aren't they? They don't need much. Yeah. They've just yeah. they've just almost almost won a Super Bowl. Yeah, automatically. Yeah, um, the Titans Ash at eleven, <clears throat> odd, odd team. Yeah, I mean they are, they have just released like everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I personally think that when if you're gonna do if you're doing things like that, then they'll start in the trenches. Yeah. 
So they'll go back to defensive line or offensive line. And I think that they'll probably take someone like Paris Johnson okay. um, from Ohio State. Tackle? Yeah. Okay, let's put him on the clock. Um, it's the Texans again, Miles. You've already got um, Bryce Young. I was actually thinking that they could use a lineman to protect Bryce. <laughs> so, and I don't really know what to do here because I think that I can see Anton Harrison and Broderick Jones. They're yeah. both very good. Yeah, both very good. Okay. Or, or you just, or you just Do you stop give Brock a receiver. Team, stop the team getting the ball. Other team getting the ball, and yeah. but then you want to pre- you want to protect. And Bryce is tiny, man. Like yeah. he's like what three for eight or something like that. <laughs> like you know, you've got you've got to protect that tiny little boy. So as much as oh man. <laughs> this is so annoying. I'm annoyed that you picked a guy for a team in a pretend draft that I don't care about. This is <laughs> okay, I'm going to go with Roderick Jones from Georgia. I think he probably might be the pick anyway. Yeah, yeah. Yep. It's not. It's not a bad way to build a roster, is it? Get your quarterbacks, then get your tackles. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the Jets, Sash. What do they need? Um, they need a quarterback, but they haven't got any left. Yeah. Um... Tanner McKee. <laughs> they, I'm just trying to... Because I think they're going to probably cut Lawson. Right. He's, he's got a lot on the cap. Yeah. So Says he need tackle linebacker as well. So. Yeah. So, with, with uh, personally, they, I mean, they do after... Because I think he's not really worked out for them as he a tackle. So, I'm going to probably go for... Um, do you know what? I reckon that Salah would know what to do with him. So, I'm going to go Nolan Smith. Oh, okay. I need, to, I need to search his name because he's not on my list there. Hang on. <laughs> I think he's down like 20s. Yeah, 21. There we go. No oh, Smith. hey, I got the Patriots. You did. <laughs> what do you want to do? Um, I... Oh, you got Devin Witherspoon right. sitting there whose ADP <laughs> is incredibly high. Mm-hmm. The thing is, is that I... It would be so Bill Belichick to take, like, Devon Witherspoon here or something like that, but I think the sensible thing to do would be to get a tackle or a tight end or an edge rusher, someone in the trenches that's just solid that we can... And I think that, you know, we went early with Cole Strange last year and I feel like we either... I don't think we take a tight end this early. I think we just... We take a few later because there are loads in this class and it wouldn't make sense. Mm. I think we go... It's um okay. I'm gonna go with Dewan Jones from Ohio State. Dewan Jones. Okay, tackle. That would be the sensible <laughs> thing to do, but we won't do that. <laughs> yeah. that so. You got the Packers Ash fifteen. Um. Are they gonna be needing a new QB? <laughs> I think they are. Yeah, but they might um, be in New York, but. Got Jordan Love, they're fine. I think they would take with a spoon here. I think the value's too good. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, game. All right, you've got <coughs> the commanders, Miles. Well, they won't take 16. Johnson because they, they just took a wide receiver. They've got two solid wide receivers. Um, <coughs> I think, I think they go with, I think, I, I personally, I think because they've got. Already got Chase Young on one end, mm-hmm. Luke Van Ness or Brian. Mm, 
Brian Branch <laughs> would be a good safety help. That's the thing. Yeah. I just don't think that team that team is just so it's so close to actually being quite solid. And I think it is, yeah. Tell you what. Let's I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna go with Jackson Smith and Jigba because nice. they not a nice good slot guy for Sam Howell to throw to when he's a starting QB going into week one. <laughs> there you go. JSN. <laughs> not a sensible pick, but the most fun one for me. So someone's got to make that crazy pick. Yes. They, yeah, the commanders fit with that. Um you got the the uh Steelers, Ash. Uh they would one hundred percent take this player if he's there. Yeah. And that Joey Porter Jr. at corner. Cornerback, yep. Obviously his dad played for the Steelers. Yep. So they need everything as well. They would absolutely <laughs> love that. That would be such a storyline of the draft if Joey Porter Jr. Went and signed for them. So, and nice. the Steelers are that sort of team that would do that. Because obviously, yeah. everyone was going on about Pickett last year. Mm-hmm. Last year, wasn't it? Um, yeah. Where he obviously played for Pitt and he had the same locker room. And like, it, what a story that would be. And they drafted him. And yeah. I think that if personally, I don't even know if Joey Porter Jr. will be there. I think three corners will go before they pick. And I think he will be the third. But yeah. if, if, if he is there, that would be their pick for sure, I reckon. Okay, uh, Miles, back to you with the Lions again. Um, right. So again, they need they need who 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 did I pick for In the Lions? Draft, you got uh, Tyree Wilson. Tyree Wilson, right? Okay, so let's got their edge rusher. Let's keep it to def- uh, right. Okay, so yeah, I'm not I'm not even gonna. I like Tanner McKee a bit, but it's, it's too <laughs> early, and he's not that good. I just I think he's out of all the tape I watched, he's one of the most accurate quarterbacks, but he just okay. can't do anything else. All right, <laughs> no, he has no pocket awareness, but he can hit. Honestly, yeah, he, uh, yeah, he's he's really accurate. Um, okay, I'm gonna go with Luke Van Ness. Luke Van Ness. No, I'm not. I have two edge rushers. No, no, I'm not. I just remembered that. Okay, yeah. Hutchinson, we can yeah. <laughs> Elijah Cansey, that's what I'm going to go for. Yeah, yeah. Interior. I forgot I took an edge rusher, so I was like, oh yeah, three edge rushers. Yeah, why not? You know, yeah. Revolutionize the NFL. No, I'm going to yeah get some interior there from Pittsburgh. Like it, um, Ash. The Buccaneers, team. They need everything. Don't they? Their team's decimated now. Yeah, um, they would probably in this case. I would thought they would take Anton Harrison from Oklahoma. Yeah, attack. Start again. Yeah. Fair enough. We're getting good young board. tackles there now. Uh, Seahawks, Miles, 20. They've taken Anthony Richardson. Right. Um, right, okay. So you've got... So with the, what do you think of Noah Fan? I, I like Noah Fan. I like our receiving group, uh, our tight end group. I, oh, think, yeah, they're all yeah, I think it's pretty decent, yeah. Because mm, I, I was thinking that the, the I feel like Noah Fan was part of that trade because... Mm. Broncos didn't want him. Yeah. Rather than well the, with Gino. The, the, the Seahawks wanted him. So I'm like, I'm, I, again, that's, it's far too early for a tight end, but I feel like, you know, maybe a, a, a smaller receiver would be quite nice here. Somebody like Jackson Smith and Jigba, but he's gone now because <laughs> the, 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 <laughs> the commanders took him. Selfish. Yeah. Um, unnecessary. So a good young wide receiver for um, Mr. Richardson to. <laughs> and as okay, these are two of my guys, Zay Flowers and Jordan Addison. Okay, but I think Zay Flowers had a far better combine, and mm-hmm. even though Ad- Addison was once the best wide <clears throat> in the country, I'm going to go with Zay because I think I mean I'm 
as a Patriots fan, kind of biased for Boston College, but I just right. think that he has been he's been great and he has been all ACC for all three years. Um, he's played in college, so Zay yeah, Flowers I'm, is I'm going pick. with Zay Flowers. Okay, okay. We might as well finish this off. There's not many left. Um, the Chargers, Ash. Oh, if we was in this position, I would absolutely love it because there is an abs- There's loads of guys. Yeah. Um. Where'd you pers- go first? Um. There's a lot of pe- a lot of people have been saying that we need wide receiver, but I don't. I think that we're the we would want speed, and I don't know. I think Hyatt would probably be more that they would take rather than Addison. Right. Um. A lot of the the Chargers community want Kincaid right. um, from Utah, um, but because he's on the board, and I think that he is, he's just too good a value. Is Lucas Van Ness? Yeah. He edge as an edge him. as an edge guy, you could, and I think with what Staley likes to do, you can move him around. You can rush yeah. inside. You could. He's kind of like. He, he is kind of like Joey in some respects where you can move him inside and he can rush from inside. He's got good hands. So I think just for pure value, I think the Chargers normally do take value over anything else. I just think that they would take him in this scenario. Okay. It can't hurt to have two good edge rushers, can it? It's never an issue or anything. No. <laughs> uh, Miles, the Ravens. Right. So apparently they're going to tag Lamar. Yeah. But I think he would still sit for a year. So whoever they draft is not going to get any good QB production. So no. with that in mind, I feel like I would go with Brian Brees out of Clemson. Brian Brees. Just other side of the ball, yep. nothing to worry about. Yeah, I think Brian Brees out of Clemson. There we go. Uh, you've got the Vikings, Ash, 23. Um, Look at QJ, still there. I, I, I think yeah. that they might take someone... Like, I think they might take someone like Addison or Johnson. Yeah, you got Quentin Johnson still there. He's yeah, eleven. Jordan Addison's ADP is eighteen. Some more around here. And Thielen's old now. Thielen's old, right. yeah. And KJ Osborne, whatever his name is, is no, there's no uh, standout receiver. Yeah. I oh, think in this case there. scenario, I think they might they might take Jordan Addison just yep. because he. He's more of the slot route running guys that kind of is like a feeling. Yeah. Whereas, like, I think that if you take Quentin Johnson, you kind of get in. Not saying another Jeff, just Justin Jefferson is bad, but he's more of a yards after the catch, like plays a little bit further out wide. Right. Whereas I think Addison plays a little more like feeling. He would kind of be a like remote replacement. So I think they would take him because feeling's on his last legs. Really. Is, yeah. Yeah. I watched, I watched him at um, the Spurs Stadium last season. It, it, it just hobbles around after every single play. <laughs> <laughs> it just looks like he doesn't want to play football anymore. Uh, Miles, you've got the Jags at 24. Jacksonville. Okay. Yeah. Um, Trevor, Trevor, what do you want? Right. Okay. Well, look at it this way. The receiving group is actually quite well thrown together. You've got Ridley back. You've got... Um, uh, Kirk. What's his face? Kirk was really surprisingly good, quite good last yeah. year. Um, Evan Ingram's being tagged, so. But I think it would be good for Trevor to have a big-bodied young receiver to grow chemistry with for the next five years. If he's still got the first round, you know, first round pick and the first round contract with the option, so as I, I'm not a massive fan of him, but I think again for value here. Yeah. Quentin Johnston is just great value for Jacksonville here. And I just think that 
again, their receiving group has been solid, but mm. I think a lot of that is Trevor actually being a really good QB. And I just think someone as young and with the frame of Quentin Johnston, I oh, think yeah. he's yeah, I think that's that's where I'm going. That's kind of what they haven't got, have they, really? So that, yeah. That sort of receiver. Um Ash, you've got the Giants at twenty-five. Ooh. The best players left on my board here. You've got Brian Branch, uh, yeah. Kincaid, Deontay Banks, Miles Murphy. I think they'd be gutted that they missed out on Quinton Johnson because that's definitely who they would take. One yeah. pick, yeah. Um, um, they kind of don't need another. Like Josh Downs is a bit of a slot guy, so it's like they, they've already, you know, they've got one day. It's all their receivers. Are yeah. Guys, aren't they? yeah. I'm just thinking of like what, how Dabble used to play at. Um. Because I don't know if they'd go tight end, even though the value would be there for tight end. Um, They've already got a solid tight end, though. I think. Yeah, they got the so I would. I yeah. think. Yeah, trenches. I think if that, you don't know then trenches. That's. I personally think that he he's going to go back end of round one anyway. So I I'm actually going to might sh- might shock a few people here, but I'm going to go higher from Tennessee. He's the wide receiver. Okay. So he is down. Jalen Hyatt. Yep. There we go. Tennessee. Yeah. Yep. Yep. There we go. He's on the he's on the board now. He he's a, a, he's a, New a York big giant. time speed guy. So, like, he's exactly what they wanted Kenny Golladay to be, and he wasn't. <laughs> um, but Hyatt test he was excellent at Tennessee last year, um, right. um, and I think he could sneak into the back end of round one. Mm. Definitely, definitely, definitely round two. Name I'll look out for. Uh, Miles, you've got the Cowboys twenty six. All right. Um... Thing is, like I was speaking to someone earlier, and they were like, "The Cowboys have just tagged Pollard, right?" But they would still be stupid enough to trade up and draft Bijan. So, like, <laughs> like, you know, and then have they've got Zeke on like fifty thousand million dollars yeah. a year, and then yeah. So, um, I think they needed a when they when they moved up when they traded out of their pick for. And uh, the Bears got Fields. Yeah. I all I kept thinking, why don't the Patriots trade up a corner for and our first to get Fields? That was what I wanted us to do. Right. It didn't happen, and I I think that that it would be smart for them to take a corner. Um, I'm not sold on their secondary really, but and it's, I just it's think a very that big play, big they risk, big reward. Don't need a tight end, but again, they would probably take King. I don't know, man. Um. <laughs> I'm going to go with Deontay Banks. Okay, cornerback. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ash, you got the Bills. Um, it's tough for these teams because they've got everything they need already because they're yeah. they're, in, they're picking where they are. There's a guy with a great yeah. name there, great first name. I think. <laughs> Do you know Josh? Um, yes. <laughs> It would be really cool if they took someone like Gibbs. That would really shake it up. Yeah, I know they. That would Cook. be annoying because <laughs> I have lots of James Cook in, in Dynasty. Yeah, so like, but I just, I just can't. I don't know if James Cook is really going to yes, be available. Yes, he um, is. Miles is so. Um, and I think they they don't mind Knox, although I think that they just paid him. Yeah, I'm sh- I'm shocked that them all. I-, I personally think three tight ends are going in round one, and so far none's gone. So, really gone yeah, yeah. Um, so, oh, I'm going to say let's keep, um, 
let's keep Josh Allen safe. Okay. And it's not great, but let's do it. And I think Torrance will Torrance will definitely go probably round one for I had it. I kept mocking him to Cincinnati. That was like the Yeah. Osiris, that's an awesome name as well. There we go. He is now a Buffalo Bill. Uh, Miles, you got Cincinnati? Right. Um, well, I think I think Cincy, they don't really they don't have a tight end anymore. Um no. but they need they need to protect Joe Burrow. And I think that Osiris Torrance would have been like the perfect pick. And I think, like we were saying earlier, it is just good to just reach when you absolutely need someone. Um so I'm gonna go with the next best guard available, which is Steve Stevie Avila from TCU. Okay. Because I think it's a bit of a reach, but again, your franchise QB has to be what you've got to keep him upright. And I think that or yeah. I get sacked at an alarming rate, yeah. doesn't he? So yeah. 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 <laughs> um actually got the uh Saints 29. Uh Kincaid, one hundred percent. Are we ending yeah. the Taysom Hill era here? <laughs> uh, yeah, one, and I just think that he he's so athletic. He, he's like they would just know how to use him well. And obviously now they've got Car. Spoiler alert yep. on this podcast. But now they've got Car. He's had Waddle uh, Waller, sorry, and he that it's kind of like another missing piece that Car yep. would be. He would love a nice tight end that he was used to at the Raiders. So I think that would be that would if I was gonna draft any any tight end to any team, I think that now that the car's gone there, I think tight end is near enough because I think there will be one good enough there for them. Yeah. It's near enough a lock a tight end for uh, the Saints. That. Um Miles, you've got the Eagles uh, at 30. They've already taken Christian Gonzalez, cornerback. Um well there was there was talk of of Kelsey retiring, wasn't there? Yes. Um, so I, I think, I think, again, just to maybe reach a little bit, <clears> to play it safe, they take that Ohio State Center, Luke Wilper. Why Wilper? Wilper. I'm going to go with Wilper. Yeah. Yeah. Take him. I think they take him just to be on the safe side with Kelsey. Worst case scenario, he sits for a year. You've got a first round center next year. Yeah. To take over. Um, again, luxury pick. They don't need it, but that's that's where I would go. There you go. And the absolute luxury of all luxury picks. Ash, horse to you with the Kansas City Chiefs. I think that with the news that they're not tagging Orlando Brown, I think that they'll probably look at an offensive lineman. Yeah. Um, the Chiefs. So the best player on the border offensive line will be for me, would be Darnell Wright out of Tennessee. Okay. He's definitely a right tackle, but I think that I mean Orlando Brown was a right tackle and they moved him to left. So I don't yeah. think it's really going to matter too much. And he played left tackle anyway at Tennessee. So it's not like he hasn't played that position before. But right. in the NFL, he projects as a right tackle. And I think that he would be a very good right tackle in the NFL. And I think the Chiefs would be fine with him. So I think Darnell would be the pick. Okay, there we go. That is the first round complete. Um, we're going to get a grade of our draft. Hang on. <laughs> F. <laughs> <laughs> No, it doesn't, doesn't tell me I have to subscribe. I'm not subscribing to PFF. Fuck off. Um, <laughs> I've got enough money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so we had uh, Brian Branch fell out the, the first round completely. Is that I think he might. Yeah. yeah? Well, okay. Yeah. We will. I'll download that image and Dave can share that on the website. Um, 
Some news, some news around the NFL. We mentioned it there. Derek Carr is a New Orleans Saint, four-year, one hundred and fifty million dollar, hundred million guaranteed Lovely. contract. It's worked out quite well for Derek, isn't it? Madness. Yeah. Crazy <laughs> money. Crazy yeah. money. It's just crazy money now, isn't it? Like even is. like there's talk of like Daniel Jones getting like forty. It's just mm. like this is this is getting into the Sam. Sam Bradford range, isn't it? Where he got like <laughs> 65 million as a rookie, yeah. And they had to cap it. I think it's starting to get a little bit dangerous because I don't know if the cap space is rising quick enough to accommodate the QB contracts, yeah. So it'd be interesting to see how they sort of resolve that. Because if you're giving money this sort of money to these guys, then it just puts so much pressure on teams like Cincinnati with Burrow, Chargers with Herbert. Yeah, Alan Hurts as well with Philadelphia. Them three guys are now going to be up for renewal. They're not going to get any less than fifty million a year. You're talking about a quarter of your Ooh. cap. A quarter of your cap now gets spent on from a fifty-five man roster on one player. I'm not yeah. sure how that can. You just wouldn't. You just can't. As soon as you get a good QB, you just can't afford to pay anyone else. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do the NFL because it it could start escalating in a big way if they don't raise the cap to keep up with the QB rising. Christ, yeah. When Mahomes is due a deal, it's going to be... I, I, I mean, it's, I, all, it's already over. Yeah, yeah his, I mean, was, his was solid. His was 10 his years, was like 400 10 year million. Deal. They oh, obviously yeah, got away early and just thought, this is Same with Allen. Yeah. Yeah. Tie this down. <laughs> the time is now, really, yeah. like, But they, they, like I said, it's just going to be quite difficult for these teams to then work out how they're going to do it. In regards yeah. to trying to keep everyone else, because I know I know the Chiefs have got some really good players, but how that how the contracts are going up, Steve, even just since the Mahomes deal, mm. you're talking about players that are going to be on 40, 50 million. 50 million now is going to be like if you've got a good QB, that is going to be it. And then That's you're ridiculous. talking about a salary cap which is like two twenty. Yeah, you like you got you got to fit in fifty four other men within that space. So if you if you've got two or three or four other good players, good luck trying to keep them. Yeah, Christ <laughs> Almighty. Yeah, so he's getting seventy million fully guaranteed, sixty million signing bonus, um, ten million in year three, um, as a guaranteed. He's got a no trade clause as well. So he's falling yeah. on his feet. And like you say, you you would suspect a tight end to be drafted there to help him out straight away. Mm-hmm. There we Interesting. go. Calvin Ridley is back in the NFL, fully reinstated. Uh, the Jags get stronger after a good yeah. season last year. Is he is he going to be the player that he was? He's had a long time without playing football. Yeah. <laughs> a long nice. time. He's 28 now. Jeez. He was old when he came out. Well, yeah, so, true. Yeah. He was like a 23, going on 24-year-old rookie when he came out. Um, mm. But he's always he's he's in the mould of like um Amari Cooper, isn't he? So like I don't know if he's really ever gonna I don't think he's quite there yet in regards to losing it. I know he's like right. he's, he's twenty eight, but I think that he's he's going to come into the the Jags team, and I think he's going to be so savvy for them in regards to Kirk can open things up, but as in your route runner, they haven't really got one. So right. Kirk's good and he's a very good player, but he's not he's not an established route runner. Marvin Jones is your deep ball guy. Zay Jones is kind of the same. Mm-hmm. Evan Ingram's kind of a hybrid, but they haven't got that like intricate route runner that can drop 
and sort of find the hole. And yeah. I think that it'll work out really well. I think there, I think that he'll be um every he'll be back on everyone's fantasy radars by the middle of next year, put it that way. Yeah, definitely. Um, lots of teams are releasing lots of players. Eric Kendricks has been released by the Vikings. Mm-hmm. Um, Bud Dupree has been released by the Titans. Uh, one of their mass exodus of players. Um, <laughs> the Rams are giving Robin, Alan Robinson permission to seek a trade. Mm-hmm. Oh, the tape he put up last year. And yeah, like, it's good not luck. Be, good you know. luck, mate. Yeah. <laughs> good luck. Yeah. Good luck trying to get rid of that deal. Yeah, he's got quite a good contract as well. I think um, he's got like t- he's like on ten or fifteen million or something this year. There's no yeah, way yeah, they're going to be fifteen point two five million guaranteed. <laughs> There's no this season. way they're going to clear that money. <laughs> Dreamland. Yeah. You're going to be stuck with him, Rams fans. Yeah. Um, any other business boys before we round up this podcast? Uh, that's pretty much it, really. I think we covered yeah. most things. Yeah. We're getting fully yeah. into draft season now, so yeah, hey, yeah definitely. It's be... So excited! Yeah, <laughs> love it's it. It's going to be a really good, really good. I draft. love it. Interesting draft. I get really excited about a week before when I kind of finally realise who these players are that Seahawks might draft. And <laughs> the, the year we drafted DK Metcalf, he was the one player I wanted, and I stayed up and I stayed up and I went to bed after someone else took a receiver and I thought, right, I'm not going to get him. Woke up, we had him. Superb. Like that's exactly what I want. I don't know who. That I want was this the year, year we but... took Nikhil Harry in the first round. It was so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. I think there was someone posted a graphic after that after that pick, and it was like of all the first round receivers we've taken, yeah, like in the past like six seasons, only one is active in the NFL or some really? some nonsense like that. Like it was something really stupid. Like every first round pick we just burn. Like it's <laughs> oh, honestly it's embarrassing. Like Bill Belichick, great coach, but stop letting him near the front office. Just let someone else do it. Honestly. <laughs> Yeah, that's 2019. Was that, 2000, well. was that set 2017? Was that was that 19? 19. Whatever, yeah. whatever year AJ Brown and DK Metcalf came out, that was yeah, was the same class as them. They they both went second round. Yeah, Nikhil Harry goes end of the first, and yeah, yeah. less said about that the better. Yeah, Debo was <laughs> in the second round. AJ Brown, Nicole yeah. yeah. Hardman, even. Yeah, I did say the less said about that the better, but yeah, <laughs> you can just ignore me. That's fine. You've had enough success really. over the years. As yeah. a Patriots yeah. fan, I'm allowed. Um, but yeah, keep your eyes peeled on the website, on the podcast feed. Everything uh, first and ten is going to be tons and tons of blog um, stuff coming up, and loads of podcasts all about the draft. We'll do probably a live stream on the night of the draft. We've done a couple before, just me and Dave. Hopefully, we will get a few more boys to join us, yeah. and we'll talk about the picks as they come in. It's always fun. Perfect. Yeah, good fun that is. Um, but yeah, until we are back then, it's um, you can find us on Twitter at first and ten underscore. Ash, where can they find you? Uh, mine uh, Twitter handle is Tilza at nine ninety nine. There you go, Miles. Um, I am on Twitter as at Miles Burrell. Lovely. I am at Rossbell underscore underscore. Um, and that's it, really. Like, subscribe to the podcast, share the podcast, do all the stuff for the podcast, leave reviews rate review do all that sort of stuff like it everywhere you can do uh we will be back next time with more draft coverage until then it's goodbye from me it's goodbye from ash bye bye goodbye from miles goodbye and we'll see you next time <laughs>